Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Give to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App. And make a donation to dollar sign E James, the number 418. Make a one time donation to the Cash App, or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Heal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help us to deal, heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, Make sure you subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, to our podcast on all social media uh, platforms. Definitely our YouTube channel um, uh, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok. We're pretty much on all of them. So if you look us up, Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast, you'll find it. Make sure that you are subscribed. And also, don't just subscribe and don't keep it to yourself, but tell somebody else. Let them know that we are here and we're bringing some value and some hope and some healing um to to our audience so make sure you guys do that also i'm gonna tell you guys how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast but you got to stay until the end of the uh episode to get that information so once again guys thank you guys for uh tuning in to the deal to hear with ej's podcast uh our next session we're going to do real quick is our product of the week as you guys know we are a self-sustained podcast and the way that we uh, to, uh, stay on the air and do the things that we do is with your support. And so we bring you products and uh, things that you can purchase in order to support the podcast. Also, you can support us by sending us a donation on Cash App or by going to pray, uh, Patreon and choosing one of the tiers in order to be a monthly uh, subscriber and support the podcast. But today, our product of the week it's our uh, deal to heal motto motto shirts, which is our original, our original shirt, right? It says, "Can't see it too good." Let me get a good, uh, bam, there we go. So it says, "Deal with the problem." It's basically our motto: deal with the problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Uh, that is our our um, deal to heal, deal heal, fulfill motto. T because that is our motto. Um, and those our teas can be found at deal to heal teas.myshopify.com. Um, you can purchase that tea, you can purchase our deal heal uh fulfill.org logo shirt, which is what I'm wearing now, or we have some other things on there um that you can purchase as well. So make sure you guys 
are checking that out. And that is our product of the week. So today, just like any other day, we are blessed with a guest, Mr. Leonard Dixon Jr. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fine, brother. I'm doing fine. I'm blessed to be alive. I'm overcoming, man. I can't complain about anything. Oh, man. Sounds good. That sounds good. First of all, let me say uh, thank you for being here. You could be doing anything else, but you took out time to be here with uh, me and my listeners, and we definitely appreciate it. So I want you to know that up front. So um, let's jump right in. And one of the things that I know uh, before I have you uh, introduce, you know what? Let I have you introduce yourself first. So do me a favor, introduce yourself uh, to, me, to my listeners. Let us know exactly who you are and what it is that you do. My name is Leonard Dixon Jr. I'm a motivational speaker, former professional athlete. Uh, what I do is I'll travel anywhere to make sure I create an impact and make sure I inspire the lives of others. I always love to give people hope and something to believe in, which I, I really do feel that a lot of people are losing hope in this season. And I just try to let God use me as he sees fit so that I can make sure that people are making the best of their lives and becoming the greatest version of themselves. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, Leonard, one thing that I know because I asked you uh, beforehand is that, unlike myself, you are a girl dad. And so, like yeah. I do every time I have a girl dad on, I have to ask two questions. Number one, what is something that, uh, number one, what does it mean to you to be a girl dad? And then number two, what is something that your daughter has taught you? It means everything to be a girl dad, man. It, it's I remember the day she was born, and I remember just looking at her. I remember holding her, um, and it, I know they had me carry her to the the room where they sit all the babies and everything. And I really didn't even want to want to uh, let her go, so I'm glued to the window. I'm looking at her, and man, ever since the day she was born, it just gave me a greater purpose, a greater reason to keep living, to keep fighting to just be a, a better person because I know if I can be a better person then she'll have a better life. So it just means the world to me, man. And my daughter has taught me as much as I'm learning about her, I'm learning a lot about myself. She's taught me to be very patient, to be very understanding and just to, to understand that, you know, no matter what happens, life goes on and everything is a learning experience. So my daughter's really, uh, it, she's teaching me a lot of life lessons, even when I'm trying to teach others a lot of life lessons. So, uh, the whole experience of being a dad is just a blessing. Yeah, yeah, man, that's is is great. And uh, like I said, my 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 baby's not a baby no more. She'll actually be twenty in in a, a few days. So, um, but I know one of the things that I I mentioned to you off air, and I and I'll mention it again because I think is is valuable for the for the listeners uh, to hear is you know as fathers we want to make sure that we're taking out that time um, for those experiences you know, those milestones in life that we may not necessarily get back. And so I always share about my biggest uh, regret is not taking my daughter to her father, uh, her daddy daughter dance um, because I had to work and I said, well, I'll miss this one, but I'll catch the next one. And that's when she was like seven years old. And like I said, she's going to be 20 and the next one never came, you know. And uh, of course, since then, we've done a lot of things together. Um, just as father and daughter, uh, we even start taking uh, daddy daughter vacations where just the two of us and we'll go somewhere, you know. Um, but to me, I still hold that against myself. And it's something that I wish I had done was taking out that time to go to that uh, daddy daughter dance. So just a word of advice from a, from a father to another father. Make sure you're taking out those times to, uh, to share those experiences with your daughter because uh, they'll be invaluable. You know, and you don't want to turn around and be like me and wishing you had, wishing you had to take the time to do it because now, you know, my daughter's grown. It's like, ah, right. You know, I never, <laughs> never had a chance to, 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 uh, to do that. So that's just some advice. So I appreciate it, man. Any advice you can give, I'm more than welcome to take it, man. No problem, no problem. So let's let's jump right in it though, because, um, like you were saying, uh, you are a motivational speaker, you know, and a father. You know what I mean? A amongst other things. Um, so I always say that there's a journey before the journey. Right. And right. so this is this is who you are now, you know, but I know there was a journey to get you to this uh, um, to this addition, uh, not addition to this person that you are now. Right. There was a journey to get. So who was mm -hmm. Leonard beforehand? Who was Leonard growing up 
and and some of the trials and things that you had to go through to get to the point that you say, okay, I've made it through some things, and now I want to help others that may be struggling with the same thing. So who who is the right. who is the the old Leonard that you had to become the new <laughs> version that we see today? Well, I'm gonna take you out of church real quick. You know, I'm a pastor's kid, also known as a PK. So I grew up mm -hmm. in the church, heavily involved. Uh, my foundation is and will always be in Christ, and so he is definitely the head of my life. So I want to want to go ahead and, and throw that out there. Which I had, you know, some keyboard chords to follow, but you know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a PK man, and so you know, growing up for me, it was uh, a lot of foundation, and uh, if I can really put everything into perspective. I remember when I was in third grade and uh, I had been having behavior issues and it, it, I wasn't necessarily a bad kid, but I just wanted to do things. I always wanted to, to push the issue. I wanted to press buttons. I wanted to figure out things on my own. I really didn't like a lot of people doing things for me. And um, you know, if something bored me, then I'm trying to find a, a way to, to be uh, entertained. And uh, third grade, me and the teacher did not get along we were always butting heads. I was in and out of the principal's office. And then my principal, he he called the superintendent of schools in on the last day of third grade. And you know, the last day of school, man, that's the day that everybody's having fun. You got the cupcakes, the cookies, the pizza parties, and everybody's just happy they got promoted and they're just trying to have fun. And so I remember sitting in class and I heard uh, them call my name over the intercom. And I remember going out to the principal's office and I, I, as soon as I, I get in there and I see the principal, I see both of my parents, and then I see the superintendent. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, like, yeah, buddy, you did it this time. Yeah, this might be it. And so <laughs> I get in there, man, and I'm thinking that, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I know I'm going to get a whooping when I get home. I, I knew that. But I don't know what this is. It's an intervention something. And so um, I remember the superintendent, these are the main words that stick out to me. He told me, he said, young man, I can expel you from every school in this county. That means your parents are going to have to do more than they should to have to get you up in the morning, take you to a school outside of this county just because you can't get your act together. And I remember looking at my parents and I thought that my actions, because of my actions, it's going to affect the lives of somebody else. And somebody that loves me wants the best for me, but because I can't get it together, I'm going to cause somebody else pain. And so um, from that day forward, man, um, I just made it a mission to do better because he said the only one of the only reasons he did not expel me was because my my principal believed in me. He had so many good things to say. And it just taught me a lot. It, just because somebody, somebody else believed in me more than I believed in myself. That's what drove me to change. And ever since that day, um, I started trying to do better. I came back with a new attitude. And I, if I can really say it, man, I'll say this is the spark. This is what really sparked me wanting to be an inspiration to others. That next year, I, I believe it was that next year, there was an, um, an inspirational speaker. He came in. He was talking. And I think he played ball overseas. And he was talking to us. And I don't know what happened, but I felt uh, it was a feeling that was, like, so overwhelming. As a fourth grader, I'm feeling this feeling. And I remember running home telling my dad, hey, dad, he's speaking at uh, the school board building tonight we got to go what fourth grader you know want to go hear somebody speak at a building and so my dad my parents took me down there we got to meet them and from that day forward i made it a mission and a purpose to be an inspiration to whoever i come across that's that's amazing man that's amazing so our our stories are are similar our stories are similar so uh, i myself also i'm a pk Right. There um, <laughs> grew up in the church, um, became a minister, became a uh, executive pastor, you know, the whole nine yards. And uh, not only are we similar in that, we're also a similar in our story and the, the thing that changed our lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Yours was third grade. Mine was second grade. Second oh, grade. I, I was uh, I always was a smart kid. But, you know, it's just I don't know what it was. I just at, at this time, I was another kid that was in the class and he was like the class clown and he was like my best friend. Right. So I'm just riding with him. You know what I mean? Whatever he <laughs> do, I do. You know what I'm saying? Just on some dummy stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end, end of the day, basically, our teacher was like, look, one of y'all going to pass, one of y'all going to fail. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that simple. And he passed and I fell. You know, oh, but I remember coming home, uh, you know, when it's report time car, you know, report time car come, you know, you got to go stand before the judge. And, and that was my dad. And so I remember uh, coming in, you know, my dad's <laughs> like, all right, you know, it was nine of us. So he called us in one by one and we got to answer for whatever that's on that, on yep. that report card, you know. And so he called me in and I come in and he got my report card and he's looking at it, you know. And he started talking to me and he said four words that changed my life from that day uh, up until this one. And he said, I'm disappointed in you. Mm. And he began to talk to me, you know, like, I know you're smarter than this. I know you're better than this. And one of the other things he said also is you have my name because I'm Ernest James Jr. My dad's Ernest James Sr. He was like, you have my name. So you represent me. As well as you. So when you go out here and act the fool, you know what I mean? You're reflecting on both of us. You know what I'm saying? And so I always say my I, that day I got the worstest whooping I ever got, and my dad never hit me one time. I'm smart. I was bawling like I had just got beat. That's it. You know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> from that day, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make up for this. And I'm right. since that day. My thing was always to make make my parents, not just my dad, but my parents proud. And I definitely have been able to do that. You know, um, on-road student after that, you know what I'm saying? Graduated high school in three years instead of four years. Went to college, mm-hmm. college you know, the whole nine yards. But it yes, was that sir. moment. It was that moment that changed my life. And I, I tell this story all the time. My dad has even heard me tell it, um, you know, in his presence at different functions and stuff. You know, and I don't even know if he remember it as vividly as I did, because even my family didn't remember. Like my brother is one year younger than me, and he mm. was like, "You, you never failed at anything." And I was like, "Yes, I did." Yeah. Just, I so early, you know what I mean? That everybody don't know, but it was a pivotal point in my life that you know it just changed the whole the whole direction of where I was going. So, um, yeah, so we're similar, similar stories in that man. Right. And even get into this this space now where we're both um uh motivational speakers uh, or professional speakers i like to say and yes, um also uh i think you were starting the podcast did you start your podcast or are you still nah. was working on it um it it's it's funny man uh it's been floating around in the air i, I see people in the gym uh you know you go to the to the gym you meet you know people you see people you always encouraging people and a few people have been throwing it out there. So uh, I've been praying on God to really lead me in this season of my life. Um, because um, as I told you, like I said, I'm very transparent. Um, I, I connected with you. You say, hey, man, I sent you the link, man, but you never got back with me. And I said, you know what? Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Well, you, you probably don't because I didn't mention it to you, but it, it did something to me. I said, you know what? Because I'm tripping. I'm, I'm, I'm causing somebody to miss out on a word that they need. You know, this might be a life changing. It will be a life changing podcast because I know you're going to say some key things. I'm going to say some key things. And together, it's going to be a powerful message that somebody needs to hear. So I was like, we need to make this happen. So let's do it. And, you know, so I'm I'm working on that. I'm going to work on uh, getting the podcast set up or it may be where I interview people live because I love talking about trauma. I love talking about healing. I love talking about overcoming and just being resilient. So uh, it's coming. Some things, some great things are coming. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And, and I didn't mean to put you on the spot. You know what I mean? Oh, no, you good. You good. I need it. I need it, man. <laughs> but I, I need I tell it. You what, so so uh, I know another thing that we, we were talking about books um, before, you know, we got on the air and everything. And so we're both in the same space as that is, you know, creating our, our at least I have some ebooks that I did, but my first mm-hmm. hardcover book I'm actually working on. And so um, I'm putting it out there again. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to hold myself accountable because I've said right. it a couple of times, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's hard to sit down sometimes and just yeah, write. Yeah, it happens. You know I mean? <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I, I got to get it done, you know, because like I, I did the first chapter and I, I had some people that I know, you know, read it and edit it. And they was like, man, this is this is good stuff. It's powerful. And I had my sister read it, one of my oldest sisters, because it's about my life and some of the experiences right. that we we did. And she read the first chapter and she was like, man, I don't even know how you remember some of these things. Cause I was so young, you know, cause that's right. why I started the book from when I was real young. 
Um, so I know it's some some powerful stuff in it, and I really got to sit down and and buckle down and do it. So I'm mentioning it because I'm putting myself on blast that I need to get get focused and, and get it done. Yeah. Um, not only for myself, but definitely for the the people that I know it'll be a blessing to. So definitely got to get that. So oh, um, definitely, man. But let, let's go. Let's let's talk a little bit because one mm -hmm. of the things uh, you didn't mention. I don't know if you. When you because I, I mentioned so my my original uh thing that changed my life was in second grade and I failed mm -hmm. second grade and you mentioned uh, about the situation when you were in third you didn't say whether you failed that grade or not I don't no. know but um it was that failure to me that changed everything from my my right. um direction of, as how I'm going and I know that one of the things that you talk about when you were talking about failure is the fact that our failure is not final you know what i'm right. saying like there's another stage that comes after that you know and so just thinking about myself and and, and if you were speaking to me the younger me you know what i mean at that <laughs> time you know what 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 is it something that you know that you like to share when you're speaking about you know the fact that our, our failure is not final i would say it's my bread and butter life is not what happens to you it's always how you choose to become and uh one thing i didn't say um was that after I heard that speaker, uh, there was this thing we used to have called the Tropicana speech competition where everybody in the school used to have to write a speech and every student in the class would have to uh, get up and say their speech. And they judged you based off of your eye contact with your audience, which was your classmates, um, the flow, the words you used, the time, it was a five minute speech. And so, I remember writing and, and these are things that I, I hated reading and I hated writing. And so uh, once I heard that the guy speak and he really he imparted something into my life and he spoke to my heart, it was so, something changed. It, it wasn't about writing, but it was about the message and it was about creating an impact. And I remember going through I remember reading in front of my class and it was it was crazy. And I, I remember going back and forth to my guidance counselor. And she was tell she would tell me, young man, you have a gift. This is what you need to be doing. And I remember I won in my classroom. Then when you go to the classroom, you go to the morning announcements. When you go to the morning announcements, then you, you got to read it in front of the whole school. And then they pick. Uh, I think this was a uh, fifth grade. Yeah, it was fifth grade at this time. And so they, they pick someone to represent your school. And I went all the way to represent my school as a fifth grader uh, in front of uh I guess it was a uh, school board members. And I remember coming, I think I got honorable mention and it hurt because I was like, man, I invested so much time and I felt like that was a failure, but it wasn't final because it was only the seed that was, I was planting the seed. You know, I, a lot of times when we fail, we don't know that we're planting seeds. Mm -hmm. And as the seed is planted, what does a seed need to grow? It needs water. It needs nourishment. It needs light. And those are all the things that are inside of us. But if you don't nourish your gift, if you don't spread light, if you don't take in light by reading and constantly surrounding yourself by positivity and positive people, then your gift is not going to grow. Just like as speakers, if we stop speaking, we're going to we're going to get rusty. We we might still have the message. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be choppy. It's just like the DJ when he's going, he's chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? And if they do too much chopping, it don't sound good. But if if, if they keep working on their craft. They might chop and it, it, it's flawless. So we got to continue to work on our craft. So just because it's failure doesn't mean it's final. My, my sister used to tell me all the time when I played football, delayed does not mean denied. So just because somebody told you a no, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean stop there. That just means, OK, I'm going to push the issue just like I pushed the issue in third grade. I'm going to push the issue now as a 30 year old man, as a 30 year old speaker, a 30 year old father. And I'm not going to let anybody place any limitations on me. So if I could speak to the old me, the old you, uh, or the younger me and the younger you, I would say that's exactly right. Failure is not final. You just got to make sure that you're always watering your seed. Because once you stop watering the seed, that's when the seed becomes to, it, it begins to, to die and it begins to, to wither away. And you, you cannot allow yourself to just exist in this life. You cannot allow yourself to be average. Average, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it's when you pressing forward, you, you're pushing for the prize, you're pushing for uh, that impact, that gift. You, you're trying to make sure that somebody sees the light. 
that's when we become the greatest version of ourselves. And I would tell any young man, any young lady, I would tell them that. Don't stop at that failure. That's just a part of the process. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I like I like what you said, because you said a couple of things. Number one, you know, yeah, that failure can may just be I, I did a um I did a a speech the other day and and I, I talk a lot about failure because again that was my turning point. And right. I always say that my greatest accomplishment was my first failure because right. out of that failure, that failure set uh built the foundation upon which all my future success was built on. You know what I mean? And so I've right. been able to do a lot of things in my life, but it started with that first failure that changed everything and built the platform for me or the foundation for me to start pushing forward, you know, from going right. from a, a, a failing student that failed a grade to the next grade and everything after that being an honor roll student, you know what I mean? Right. And even graduating, you know, earlier, then my classmates, you know, because of that determination that I had that came from that failure. So exactly. definitely failure is not the, the final chapter of our of our situation. And another thing that you you mentioned about planting seeds, and we definitely want to make sure that we're we're planting our seeds and we can't we got to make sure that we're not we're not fooled because when you look at it, being buried and being planted looks the same way. You yes, know what I mean? Does. Both going in the ground, both getting covered with dirt, both of them dark. You know what I'm saying? But the difference is what takes place once you're once you've been buried, or should I yes. say, once you've been planted? Because if you're buried and then you just sit there and die, then yes, you've been buried. But if you've been planted, yes. and which is the same the same situation, you still getting down in the dirt, you still being covered, you still in the darkness. But what do you do while you're in that darkness? And the transition that you go through. To go from a seed to a plant to a seedling that pokes his head yes. out of the ground to become a flower, that's what makes the difference in whether you're being buried or you're being planted is what you do in the midst of the time that you're in the dark. And so yes. I definitely want to want to hit on that. And, and another thing that you said is don't be afraid of the no. Don't be afraid yeah. of the no. And what I've learned that no can simply stand for next opportunity. Just yes, because sir. one door is closed that doesn't mean that all doors is going to be closed. And if it is closed, if a door is closed, look at that as your opportunity to get prepared for the next opportunity because that door might have been closed because you weren't ready. And so since you weren't ready, now you have even more time to prepare and get ready so when the next yeah. opportunity comes, you can take advantage of it and it will be a yes. So I definitely want to hit on those things um, that you mentioned. And another thing that you talk about um is the transition of some of the things that we go through because we do have um along with our failures there comes a lot of pain you know yes. there's come a lot of pain in a lot of situations where you know sometimes we don't see no way out you know what i mean and so you talk sometime about turning that that pain into passion you know what i mean so speak mm -hmm. to us a little bit about that and 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 how you uh help us to to overcome and how you even overcame some of your situations when you had to change that that pain into passion okay yeah it, it started i started to learn more about turning pain into passion or pain into purpose when i uh started my football journey i was a young kid and i i will never let my parents forget this <laughs> they told me i used to go to the boys and girls club every summer and one summer they said that uh i think they didn't have the funds and me again, I, I was a, I was a little kid, always getting into stuff. I found the money, so I talked to. Her. I was like, "No, nah, y'all said this." So I had to stay home, and and my mom, she made us do work. You know, she wanted us to, wanted to make sure that we we didn't um, lose anything um, intellectually over the summer. Because you know, kids don't think about work; they just go outside and play. So my mom would get packets from the school um, this summer, and we we would, me and my sister we would sit down and do the work. And so I didn't go to boys' club that summer. And that was how I, you know, I kept my weight off. I was always running, come home, go to sleep the whole night. And at this particular time, I started to, I gained weight. And I remember trying to play football. And the coaches were like, no, nah, man, you're, you can't play running back. That was my favorite position on the field. It was like, you can't do it. And my sister, she, uh, she was what, 4'11", but she was a pit bull. She was like, don't tell, don't say my brother can't do this. He can do it. And I remember sometimes I would, 
I would get so frustrated because the coaches wouldn't let me do what I wanted to do. But I ended up coming uh, one of the top running backs in my city through hard work and effort. And it was all because I heard those no's. Or I heard people say what I couldn't do. And um, I heard uh, Tony Robbins say this. I was listening to a podcast. And he said, "What you fo- you experience what you focus on. I'm going to let that marinate. He said, you experience what you focus on. So many times we hear a no or we go through a failure. And even though we hear failure is not final, sometimes it's hard for us to make that connection. And mm-hmm. so what happens is we let we sit with that failure and we continue to think about that failure or we think about that broken relationship or we think about the mistake and we let it sit and we continue to have thoughts about it. And what you experience, what you focus on, you experience. So we continue to focus on what happened, what went wrong, uh, what we could have did better. We don't do it from a from a growth standpoint, but we do it from a hindrance standpoint. And just like you said, how we're planted and we're buried, those are two different things. I believe in being planted with a purpose, but sometimes you can bury yourself and not allow yourself to, to be planted and, and fulfill your purpose. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, it, it's just, I, that's one of the things that I had to learn in my life in order to start turning pain into purpose. It was just that I got to fix what I focus on. And I'm still learning this. I I try to clear this up when I talk to people, just because I speak in front of people and um, you can let me know if you feel the same way. I tell people, man, don't put me on no pedestal. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just like you. The thing is, I just want to make sure that people understand that they can be better tomorrow. They can be better today. It doesn't matter what happened to you. It's what you choose to become. And so as life goes on, you got to continue to renew your mind daily. You got to continue to fix what you focus on because if you focus on the negatives, you're going to receive the negatives. If you focus on the positives, you're going to receive the positives. And, and no, life ain't an easy journey. We all know that. But we wasn't put here for it to be easy. We were put here for our purpose. And as we press, as we press, we failure, press, no, press. We feel buried. We press. We're no longer buried just to be buried. We become buried or we become planted with a purpose. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and I, I like what you said because it's true, man, that you know what I mean? We we have to keep we have to keep pressing because you know, like you said, I think it's uh it's a saying that's similar to, to what you said. Uh it's a different saying though, but it's where your um where your focus goes, your energy flows. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so whatever you're focus focusing on, that's where your energy is gonna go, that's where your mind is gonna go, that's where your your uh, perception is going to go. So depending on how you're looking at things and how you're focusing on it, you know, whether it be good or bad, that's the way you're going to go. And that's especially true. in our, our subconscious mind, because sometimes we try to focus on what we're thinking about in the moment, but it's mm-hmm. what we're thinking about when we're not even realizing we're thinking yes. about it. You know what I mean? And so that's why we got to be very proactive about <clears throat> what we what we listen to, what we watch, yes. you know, what we're feeding our spirit. What we feed in our, yes. our subconscious mind, you know, because when we're not thinking and we're not paying attention, our, our minds never shut off, right? No, it's always processing information from what you see. Some things that you don't even realize that you notice that your mind is picking up and it's processing it over and over again. And so when you start to focus on whatever you're looking at, not only is your current focus on it, but your subconscious is also focusing on it. But your subconscious got all this extra stuff that you put into (laughs) it, too. So now if you're listening to negative music, if you're listening, watching negative movies and things like that, now you're focusing on a situation that might be negative also. So now you got all this extra negative that's going to come right on top of that. You know, so we got to make sure that we're focusing uh, on the positive and always looking for the the positive. And I heard this uh, saying also, and I think it's, it's. the law of polarity, I think, is, is the mm-hmm. word. I'm not 100% sure. But it's the fact that nothing is all good and nothing is all bad. There's good and bad to everything. Yes. You know, there's a yin and yang to every situation. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so we just got to make sure that we're always looking for the positive because there is some positive in every situation. I was talking to a, a young lady um, who had a disagreement uh, with her mom and her mom put her out. You know, and it was really unfortunate. But in that situation, her one of her uncles came and got her and she went to stay with her uncle. And that allowed her and her uncle, who hadn't been, you know, spent time together in years 
to be able to now really start building a bond. And she was able to build a bond with her cousin. So yes, it was unfortunate that, you know, the relationship with her mom was, was on the rocks, but it brought, it opened up the opportunity to build this new relationship with her uncle and her cousins that she never had before, you know? And so we have to make sure that we're looking for that, um, you know, that balance every, for every bad thing or every negative that we're looking for the positive in it because there is some positive. And uh, another thing that you said was, you know, about not putting you on a, on a pedestal, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and, and I kind of go through the same thing. And so whether I'm speaking or preaching, you know, my prayer before I step out is always God speak to me, then through me. Right. Yes. Because I need the words too. You know what yes. I mean? Sometimes I'm speaking to a crowd, but I'm really talking to myself. That's because it. it might be what I need at that time. You know, yes. and so a lot of times people think just because you're the one on the stage that you got it all together. It's like, no, I'm yes. on the stage because I don't have it all together. You right, know? exactly. <laughs> I just through enough that I'm trying to help you with what I've been through while I'm currently going through whatever the next thing that I'm That's going it. through. You know what I'm saying? And so we're definitely trying to be those that example but not an example of perfection because none of us are, you know, right. we're just an example of that. You can make it through the imperfections, you know, and try to be, uh, uh, make perfect the opportunities that you have, you know, that's placed in front of you. And so speaking of the, the opportunities, you know, there is a, a process that we go through when we are trying to find our, our, our purpose, right? Because we talked about turning pain into passion um, but that passion turns into a purpose. And mm-hmm. there's usually a, a process that, that we go through to find that purpose, right? So a couple of years ago, on my own personal journey, um, God gave me a quote, and it says that pain births purpose, purpose births progress, and progress is the evidence that God is at work. And so when you I to send apply- me that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got you. Can, you can buy the shirt, buy the t-shirt. I right? got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, because I, 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 God gave me that, and I applied it to my life because He gave it to me at a time when I was searching for my own purpose, right? And right. that was His way of letting me know, like, okay, when you start moving, you'll know that I'm there by how things move. And so I always give the example of even now with the with the podcast. Before uh, before I even had a podcast, when I first went to Instagram, I started with um, I started with a, a male mentoring program that I was starting. So that was my platform called Man Man Up, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, as a later on, going through some uh, situations in my marriage and things like that, uh, was birthed the the fatherless daughter, I birthed into this fatherless daughter space. And so I made another page called Friends to Fatherless Daughters because my wife at the time was a fatherless daughter and going through some uh, things in our marriage, I realized that every woman I had ever talked to in my life was a fatherless daughter, right? And so knowing that, I started kind of digging deep on because they're attracted to me or I'm attracted to them, what can I do to help in that space? And so I started the, the page uh, Friends and Fatherless Daughters, which is still up now. And that page took off. Right. And I started being asked to be on podcasts and things like that, which eventually led to me having a conversation with one of the gentlemen who was over the, one of the podcasts that I was on. And he was like, hey, you should start your own podcast. And then I started my own podcast. And now we're over a year in at, at this point. you know. But it was goes back to what I was saying that, you know, Pain, which is the pain that we was going through in the midst of my marriage, pain versus purpose, which was the friend to fatherless daughters, and purpose versus progress. And progress is, is God showing that he's at work there. And yeah. just by going from the, the male mystery page, I still have and I always had. That's what I was doing first. But that was just kind of like moving along. But when I stepped into this, it took off. And led me to here because the progress was there. And that was God knowing this is where I want you to move. This is where I want you to go, you know. And so when you're talking about, you know, the process of even you can even give your example of, of, you know, you finding your own purpose or just the example uh, of, you know, that you give to others when they are looking to find their purpose. You know, what is something that, you know, some uh, um explanations or some examples that you can give either from your story or just examples 
for anyone that's on that journey now trying to find their purpose on what that looks like, you know, to get there. Okay. So for me, it's, it's funny. I actually just thought of it when, you know, while we're on here, the one thing that I had to do was I had to first um, figure out what I wanted to do. I had to figure out what, what, what it was, you know what I'm saying? And, and I tell people a lot of times, cause I feel like a lot of people in this world are zombies to their jobs. They're zombies mm. just going to church just, just because it's routine. It's like people have lost their sense of, of self because they, they don't know what their purpose is. That's one thing that I can, that I, I get a lot of times people are like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what my purpose is. And I try to help people out. I'll say, well, we were all put here for a reason. My job is to help you help make your life better. Your job is to help make my life better. Our job is to help make others lives better. So no matter what it is that you, you end up doing, it's always going to tie back to helping somebody and making their life mm-hmm. better. So I, I did that in fourth grade. I knew that I wanted to impact lives. I heard the guy speaking. So I knew that I wanted to be an inspiration. Didn't really know at that time how I was going to do that. I was like, oh, speaking is cool, but I just want to create an impact. But then as I started to do the speaking and my guidance counselor was like, hey, young man, you have a gift. And I'm going to tell you this, that same guidance counselor, I went to middle school. She ended up getting a guidance counselor role at the middle school, seeing her again. Hey, young man, I hope you're doing some public speaking once again. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? I went to high school. She ended up coming to the same high school, seeing me again. Hey, young man, now we're talking about 10 plus years later. Hey, young man, I hope you're doing some public speaking. She was always reminding me that I had a gift. And so once you realize that, hey, I'm here to help somebody make their life better, then now you got to identify the gift. What gifts or what gift or gifts do you have to make people's lives better? And that's your Mm -hmm. vehicle. You know what I'm saying? I played football. And football was cool. I wanted to go to the NFL. I uh, ended up playing arena football. That's that's okay. But I realized that my true vehicle is speaking. It's creating an impact for others, being able to articulate a message, giving people principles, giving people lessons so that their lives can be better and they can do this, the same thing in their lives. You don't have to be a speaker. You don't have to be a singer. You can be a painter. You can be a, a pastor. You can be... Uh, whatever it is, whatever gifts that you have on the inside of you, we were all given a measure of gifts. I don't believe that there's anybody on the face of this earth that's just not good at anything. Right, right. I believe that we have all been given gifts. And so as you're going through life, if anybody, you're questioning your existence, I'm going to tell, tell you, you have a purpose. And that number one purpose is to make somebody's life better. Now you got to identify what your gift is. Because it's your gift that's going to be the vehicle that's going to allow you to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Like we we were picked here to serve, you know, and yeah. we just got to figure out on on what platform or which way are we here to serve. Yeah, you know. So again, I agree with you hundred percent. That's that's our the whole reason why we're here. You know, yeah. uh, it's to help to make each other's life better and make somebody's life a little bit easier. And we just got to figure out. What that what platform is going to be, what that vehicle is going to be, you know, how we're going to do it. That's how we're that's the that's the thing that we have to figure out. And and God always leaves us clues. You know, he always yeah. leaves us clues and he leaves little little markers and little breadcrumbs along the way, like Hansel and Gretel, you know what I mean? Yes. That'll get you to the gingerbread house, but you just gotta follow him. And sometimes yeah. we gotta look for him. A lot of times it's right in front of us and we just don't realize it. Um, but you know, when we focus on it. Again, where your where your focus goes, your energy flows. And so when we started looking, really uh, praying and and asking and searching for what that purpose is, you know, we'll we'll definitely find it. So, uh, Leonard, man, I, I I thank you first of all. Again, I thank you very much for for being on here, man. I want you to have the last word, right? I want you to have mm-hmm. the last word. I want you to leave us with something, a word of encouragement, motivation. Have you feel free, you know, feel fit to do. Um, but I want you to leave us with something and definitely with your um, social media 
uh, links and things of that nature and where we can find you to work with you and, you know, just follow you. So I'll give you a couple seconds to, to think about that, uh, to close us out. Um, to my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in again to the podcast. And I told you at the beginning that I would tell you how you could win $100 from the podcast. And you win $100 from the podcast by joining or entering our super subscriber contest. And in order to do that, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and to our podcast on Spotify. Then text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. So the contest is ongoing and it's random, which means it never stops. So once you win, you win. And you can win anytime because it's random. So at any day, uh, there's no set time, no set date. I just pull a name and whoever that name is, win $100 from the podcast. But you got to get in in order to win. So again, enter our $100 super subscriber contest. First, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, and our podcast on Spotify. Then text the word WIN, W-I-N, to 866-326-0730 zero to qualify to win a hundred dollars and it's just that easy just as easy as that okay you guys can win um also make sure you guys are checking out uh go to uh ebooks by ejames.com check out the ebooks that we have there um again uh to we'll definitely appreciate it if you guys um follow us on uh patreon to become a subscriber or just give us a one-time donation in order to help us to keep the podcast on the air because we are ourselves sustained podcast and we are uh kept on air by your donations and your support so we definitely appreciate it um last but not least mr leonard dixon again thank you yes, so sir. very much for well, being on look there. i see i don't know if y'all go ahead go ahead oh go ahead it, 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 i guess it lagged oh yeah, just, <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Right in a second. <laughs> but let me say oh, yeah I, okay go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i want to thank you again for taking out the time to be, you know, uh, on the platform, definitely for your words of wisdom that you've given us. And uh, we definitely appreciate you being here. And for again, for taking out the time to be on the podcast. So you can have the last word. The floor is yours. All right. Well, I, first off, I appreciate you for the opportunity, man. It's been a blessing to be up here. Uh, the, you know, the words you said have, have blessed my life tremendously. And I'm pretty sure that I'm going to go and, and my life is going to be better because I was here tonight. And uh, to everybody out there, I don't know if y'all can see it. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all can. But it says heal from the pain on my screen. And I'm uh, assuming that's um, from the shirt that you have. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage everybody, regardless of whatever you've been through in your life, make sure that you're finding outlets to heal from the pain. Because, you know, trauma is different for everybody. It, you know. You can lose a dog and it feels just like you lost a love on a sibling or whatever the case is. So it, it you can't judge your trauma as and make it uh, greater than somebody else's because trauma is just different for everybody. It's a different skill. And, you know, we can't measure we can't measure that. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want to encourage everybody to heal from the pain because you can find your purpose. You can find your gift and you can start operating in your gift to fulfill your purpose. But you won't be as effective as you need to be if you don't heal from the pain. And I'm not saying pain is I'm not saying it's the worst pain ever. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's just pain from failure. Sometimes you can break your leg and it can be a tremendous amount of pain or maybe it's this long uh lasting pain that just continues to follow you just make sure you identify what it is you know what i'm saying don't just let it sit and linger in your life and then it's constantly affecting how you live your life you know what i'm saying and so i just want to encourage everybody just make sure you're doing your best to heal from your pain taking that self-care time if you got to go on a trip and just have you a a one-on-one encounter with god or you got to just just get back to the drawing board figure it out what am i what am I doing here? You know, what has hurt me and how can I heal from it? Regardless of whatever you got to do in this life, just make sure you're healing from your pain. I understand life is hard. Life is difficult. Day-to-day life, especially since COVID, things have changed tremendously and, and it's tough. And, and especially my parents out there, you're trying to make sure you straight, you're straight as, as well as make sure your kids are well taken care of. I understand that. I feel you, but just make sure that you're healing from your pain and doing the best that you can. And as I always tell you, as you see it on my shirt, 
you are an overcomer and you will succeed you might hear a no you know what i'm saying they might turn you down you might fail but you're not a failure that no is not final it's just ready it's just getting you ready for the next opportunity so anything you believe you can achieve and just make sure that you keep in that mindset that you are an overcomer and you will succeed i love y'all man all right all right what's your uh social media handles hey look i'm glad you said that because me i get so caught up in the message i'd be forgetting that all the time but hey if y'all want to connect with me you can follow me on facebook it's just leonard dixon jr on ig instagram you can follow me at ldj underscore inspires and then we can connect uh this year i'm making it a point i'm making it a purpose to just connect with as many people as i can create an impact with as many people as I can, because that is the best thing for me to do. It's the best thing for us to do as speakers. And so just, hey, be on the lookout for a lot of great things. But again, that IG is LDJ underscore inspires. All right. All right. We can't end it no better than that. To my listeners, thank you guys once again for tuning in to the Deal to Heal for EJ's podcast, where our mission is to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. So until next time, we'll see you next week. Be blessed. Hey, guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtohealtees.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem. Heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.